0: to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 68. Okay, so when last we left our hero, uh, you had settled the hatch between um, Elders and Cressel? Yep. Uh, and you had interested to go exploring into the Hook Tongue Slough. Yes. Uh, where you had found bog and bog and marsh and lake and bog and marsh and lake. Yep. Uh, and an emaciated uh, bogguard ambush. Yes. Which you slaughtered, apparently.
1: Yes, and and fairly effortlessly.
0: And you and Tristan are on your extended phantom steeds. Yes. Riding magnificently about the place. Yes. And that is literally where we left it, I think. we popped, finished the bogards. Yes, that was the. You were just standing around the edge.
1: Yep, so we had um, just peeked up to see that. Uh um, e, e, e two is grassland. Yep. But we hadn't actually necessarily gone in there. Yep. So, um, yeah, I believe we will explore E two.
0: Okay. You go up into E. I'll actually open the book to vaguely the correct place on the assumption that that, that might be useful to me uh, okay, uh, and can Kaelin roll me a knowledge engineering check
1: well, that's always a good start
0: Thirty-three. Okay. Uh, so when you explore this hex, it is grassland. Yep. Um, the river that you have been following. Yep. Um, which is the East Salem River. It's It's already named because it goes up into Riverway. Yep. Um, goes up the east half of the hex, and then goes out the northeast corner. Yep. Um, spanning this with your horses is, of course, a trivially easy, despite the fact that it's a moderate river. Yeah. Uh, because the horses, the magic horses, just walk right over the top of it. Yep. You're enjoying the magic horses, aren't
1: you? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm a convert.
0: Um. And what you see here is this big stone aqueduct-like bridge. Um. The river drops right down into a fairly large, fairly deep gorge. And going all the way from bottom to top of it is this very fine bridge of stone. Uh, you know what this is. Uh, it is about 200 years old. It is called the Wyvern Stone Bridge. Oh, cool. And it is named such because there are great stone wyverns carved at either end guarding awesome. each end of the bridge uh it must be said in slightly poor repair at this stage and you know beaten down by time but still clearly identifiably wyverns yeah um so this was built about 200 years ago um uh, when Brivoy was founded and and united up from the other kingdoms that made up what what, what became Brevoy effectively um and it has been there since then. Uh, moreover, there is a road going through it. Oh, nice! Um, that crosses over one end and then turns northeast and presumably heads up into Brevois. Yep. Uh, and then the other end goes out to the southwest end of the he- southwest edge of the hex.
1: Southwest. Right, yep.
0: and when you look at it um, there are signs that this is a very old road but it shows recent maintenance and upgrading and that sort of thing Uh, literally your guess is that Dreliv has come along, found an existing road and then rebuilt over the top of it effectively he scored a free half price road out of this Sweet.
1: So that was Wyvern Stone
0: Bridge Yep, and the, the bridge Looks to be in good solid condition uh, You automatically know it counts As a landmark if it is claimed into your Kingdom's hexes Sweet. Um, And there are dozens and dozens Of lovely different species of birds All perched upon it and making various nests Up in the high nooks and crannies Designed to be guarded by soldiers But no longer done so Cool Very nice and that is what you find in this hex, Wavenstone Bridge. Cool. Alright. We will... Um, so that's
1: one day to explore that. It's fast exploring with magic horses. Yep. And then we will gallop down the road into... Um, uh, E3.
0: Okay, so... The road would increase your movement speed, except that you're presumably invariably going to leave it and go explore the hex.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay.
0: Okay. So. uh, That one's grassland as well. Cool. What you find in here uh, is can you give me a your choice of spot or knowledge nature? Uh, Tristan, of course, knows the thing. Uh,
1: Fifteen on spot.
0: Okay, so... uh, As I say, too many things to keep track of here. here... As I say, this is grassy plains here, and not even really light hills. This is a lovely, fairly arable looking chunk of land suitable for farms and things. You do not find farms and things on it. Um, You know where Fort Drelev is, don't you? Yes. So you'd have probably built farms in here, given its relative proximity. Drelev hasn't. Um, What you find is a large meadow that looks reasonably untended although harvested um of golden looking berries and tristan smells at them and he says oh my oh you smell that those are cloudberries. oh they're, they're very very delicious used in pies jams sauces alcoholic drinks that sort of thing Ooh, uh, very popular nice uh, there's a cloudberry feel here
1: Okay, where's the... Cl- roughly where in the Hicks?
0: Uh, east... Just east of centre. Okay. And the road more or less runs straight northeast to southwest.
1: Yep, towards Drey- for- Towards Fort Dreyler. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, so Tristan can tell you that cloudberries are basically a delicious thing that, um, attracts... Uh, um, he says, oh, we should, may- pay- we should perhaps expect predators. Uh, If these aren't tended and harvested too regularly, they doubtlessly attract the local wildlife. And when you look at it, you can clearly see that several things, and you think probably people as well as animals have just come and taken bundles of this and chewed on various berries and that. The whole, the field is literally several acres worth, and it's just running wild growing all over the show. Yeah. Um, as you sort of ride through it you're welcome to pop cloudberries if you so desire they're better prepared but they're like eating, yeah I'm,
1: tol- you know. I'm totally going to try some
0: they're, they're like eating a nice little it's got that sort of vaguely tart um, sweet lemon taste to it nice um, and you and Tristan will both see at the same time and sort of look at each other and nod that in the middle of one of these fields there is a very large very out of place looking tree and um, like a thick, solid-looking, oaken-style tree. Um, it's standing there, and as you look at it for a moment, um, it turns very slightly, and its its branches don't so much blow as go up and down and move. And Tristan looks at it and he says, Oh, uh, I think that's a treant. Ooh! And you... When you look at it, uh, you can very clearly see it's massively out of place here, and it has sort of long, limb-like branches, and then long limb-like roots going into almost feet. You can see gnarls in its wood almost making up a face. You are like, Kaelin spots this in without Tristan's help. It's a creature, rather than just a tree that happens to be growing in here. Um, he says, uh, is, as long as we don't endeavor to harm the field that it's presumably in, that it's presumably enjoying it shouldn't be hostile at all we can go and speak to it if you desire sounds great they're, they're, not, uh, they're not known for being overly commu- they're not known for being terribly communicative but uh, for those who can speak Sylvan we should get a lot further <laughs>
1: Well, seeing we both can, um, we'll say, what do you reckon, get down off the horses and just kind of walk up to it slow-like?
0: I don't think the horses will bother it in the slightest as long as we're not over-hostile.
1: Right. So um, I think we makes it have got all our weapons put away because yep. we might have had a few things out poking around yep. the Cloudberry Patch which might have predators in yep. it and then sort of meander up very slowly and, you know, in a, in a relaxed manner.
0: Yep, the Treant watches you um, in, in an attempt to not be seen yeah. Um, as you clearly kind of walk across the field straight towards it, it blinks slowly, woodenly, clunk, clunk. You can hear a little click clink, clink mm-hmm. as, its eye, as its eyes blink open and shut, and it calls to you in Teldane as you approach, in a very slow voice. Home, home. Good day. Careful.
1: Uh, say, um, good, good, mor- good morrow, friend, and um, Sylvan.
0: Uh, yeah, and as soon as you switch to Sylvan, so will it, at which point its communication becomes a lot more clear and flowing. Yeah. yeah otherwise, it's the lengthy pause to think about word. In Sylvan, it simply converses deeply with you. Yeah. Uh, You speak the language of the forest. Good morrow to you then, Sir Half-Walk.
1: My name's Caelan Thorne. This is my brother Tristram Thorne.
0: Home, whom you are named after plants. Mm. This is good. Mm. Mm. I am Sweet Taste. So named for my fruit, and as it gestures up you will see that it actually clearly appears to have things growing from almost its hair. <laughs> they look vaguely pear-like. What brings you to the cloud berries on this fine, cold, but cold winter's day?
1: We're out exploring. Uh, we have had, um, I, um, I'm actually king of a uh, land off to the, uh, the east, known as Stagthorn.
0: Hom, hom. I have not heard of this kingdom, but they come and go so rapidly here.
1: I, I understand. Um, from your lifespan, things things must seem to pass by in a flash.
0: Hom, hom. I hear Brevois has fallen, and yet so young. Mm-hmm. It was but a moment ago it was formed. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I, um, we've had some little disagreement. My kingdom, Stagthorn, has had some little disagreement with Fort Drelev. That's another kingdom a little ways to the south. Don't know if you've heard of that one. People from it must have passed by here.
0: Home. People come and people go. I do not know the fort by name, but I know where it lies
1: anyway we're um, having a bit of a look poke around these lands seeing um, seeing what's going on in them and um, would be interested to know what you have seen and if there's anything troubling you that we might be able to help with
0: I am well here wintered in against the cold in the warmth of the cloudberry plants I But I have only recently Settled foot here So my information Is still current Before the snows fall So sort of His information is two or three months old Yeah From his point of view that's very current Yeah Uh yeah, it, you don't actually need any checks for this he is neutral good aligned he has no reason not to talk to you you are not being um, rude or obnoxious or burning down trees so uh, this is um, um. what do you seek Kalin of thorns
1: and um, i'm interested I can tell you in character yeah. it's probably easier because um, I'm pr- totally prepared to spend a decent chunk of time talking to him yeah um I'm interested in what he knows about the surrounding lands. If there's anyone he's equated with who's in any trouble, given that he's doing well enough himself, if there's basically if if the local Fae have any problems, and um, if he knows anything about what's been happening, you know, over the past few months in the vicinity of Drelev, or really has seen any armies passing through Mm -hmm. looking for a MAG. Uh. looking for information on Lev but mostly looking for information on the surrounding lands because I figured he'd probably know some stuff about that
0: uh, so what he describes to you in the most lengthy in-depth detail is the nature of the land itself and you know how the trees are growing and what style they are and all this sort of thing I wouldn't precisely say Cain is disinterested, but yeah. he's not the information he is looking for. Yeah. You do actually get information you're looking for, you merely get it over the course of a good many hours couched in Hum, Hum, the young oaks are doing well in this hex kind of thing.
1: But I'm totally okay with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. He he is a slow conversationalist, but he's not um difficult to understand because you speak Sylvan or particularly obnoxious or anything else here. Uh, Ooh, he knows a cool rumor. Mm -hmm. Um, And he can tell you several things. Um, He has seen an army pass through here what he calls, you know, very recently. um, When you actually query this and ask it by how many moons and this sort of thing. Um, Basically, the army that came and invaded you... He has seen, like, an army march up from Fort Drelev up this road across Wyvernstone Bridge. Yeah. Um, and the people he describes are the people you have captured, basically. It was led by a half walk, etc., etc. Yeah. It didn't come back again. So yeah. So this is Garnak Bonepicker's army. Yeah. Which tells you that their route of getting to your kingdom is up and around the roads instead of over and through the swamp.
1: Yes, which is useful information, because the the whole thing I'm trying to do is find a good route for Draeliv, and the fact that this is their route
0: tells me I'm on the right general track. Um, And he can tell you what is around in some of the surrounding hexes here. Yep. Uh, So... And you, you say, you know, what's interesting, what's troubling, etc., etc and he can tell you um, that about that. Uh, so starting, going around, you know what's in Stone Bridge. Yep. You know what's in the Bogard one. Yep. Have you done uh, is that E4? Uh,
1: no, I mean, it's presumably got Blake in it, but...
0: Uh, he tells you that it's... Um, swampy and lakey. Yeah. But he does not actually know enough about what goes on in there because he hasn't been in that area because it's swampy and lakey, basically. Yeah,
1: I'll just join up the lake at this point because I can sort of see where the lake must go. Yeah, uh,
0: he can actually give you a descriptor of the area at the point where I can, you can join up the lake in that. Yeah. And then the other half of that hex is swamp. Yeah. But he doesn't know what's in it, so you can't yeah. mark it as explored. And that's fine. Um, in terms of the other ones, uh, so that is E4, uh, that would be D4. Uh, yes. Uh, he tells you it is grassland. Yep. The road passes straight through it, now the other side. Yep. There is swamp impringing on the edges of it. Yep. Um, and that there is no recent activity of any interest there, no threats, etc., etc. You can take it as explored.
1: Okay, excellent.
0: Um, then that is D3 he tells you it's hills yep um, he has seen a large number of Tiger Lord barbarians i.e. the size of an army passing through there oh yeah okay. but not encamped there
1: right but well, uh, that's helpful to know
0: um, so they are vaguely around that area cool. however you may also count that one as explored
1: ah excellent
0: because he knows they didn't stop there. Yeah. They merely that ex- they exist. Yeah. Uh, and D2, he can tell you is hills, where he has spoken to some of the trees and that sort of thing. Um, and that is also explored without interest.
1: Okay. So that gives us a nice, um... A nice, decent chunk of explored area.
0: And... That is the extent of his wanderings. Although he has spoken to the birds, he says, "Hum, hum I do not go to this Fort Draylive. It is a cold and empty place of stone and misery. No trees grow there, for all have been harvested to fuel the fires and the buildings. But I hear from the birds and the wind." what passes there although I cannot speak to its truth I am told that where the great stone building the keep and castle is there is a tunnel deep beneath the earth that exits out somewhere in the city and there is a secret tunnel beneath Drelev Keep so goes the rumour Secret tunnel. Whoa, oh, whoa secret, secret tunnel. tunnel. Um, um. and as what sweet taste has to say. Cool.
1: Is there anything I can do for him?
0: He seems perfectly happy in cool. here. Well,
1: I will thank him very. M- I will thank him politely and it, you know, leap for his information on the, bat- the he, theory that that being wordy is probably good manners. He, he
0: doesn't appear to be actually eating the berries. Um, but he has planted his roots here and appears to be enjoying the smell and the warmth that comes off them. Cool. Uh, the only thing he will ask you to do is, like, literally, you know, not harvest the berries that are within 200 metres of him, which is trivially yeah, easy. Yeah, I mean,
1: given that there's like eight, pa- eight or nine patches and yep. he just wants this one patch, he yep. be below maintenance. Cool.
0: Oh, oh.
1: So, um, can we count his hexes explored? Yes, you can. Cool. Alright, so we spend a day talking to him, and, and instead of exploring the hex, and we get three explored hexes for it. A he, is not a, hexes. he is
0: not a permanent fixture here, he is yeah. a random encounter that is drawn by the cloudberries. Yeah, that's fine. Because the cloudberries draw random encounters. Yay! That's what they do. Huh? So,
1: um, I will tell Literally, them...
0: when you come in here, you have a random encounter. Yeah. It's drawn by the cloudberries.
1: Shady. I will um, tell him a bit about Stagthorn and um, focusing on landmarks because that's clearly what's important you know, the, the uh, plants and such like mm-hmm. and tell him there's some nice forests up north if he wants to um, if he's looking for somewhere to spend the warmer months home,
0: home. I will consider this in my wanderings because I'm not a fae I'm a plant mm-hmm. home, home. so I'm not a citizen of your kingdom oh home. that's
1: sad Oh, well, um, I'm sure we could um, make it, and he's not um,
0: troubled. Yeah, I'm sure the fae would argue for sentient plants being added to it. It's just never come up. Yeah,
1: yeah, well, there there haven't been enough sentient plants. No,
0: there are not a lot of them in the world.
1: Yeah, and the the majority of them are violently hostile as well, so... Well,
0: there was that scythe tree.
1: Yeah, the scythe tree. That was
0: friend to all, man.
1: I don't think the fae would argue for its
0: enclosure. All it it. wanted to do was eat sweet dryad flesh, because it's the tastiest.
1: Yeah, And yet yet an ambition I have trouble sympathising with. Okay. Alright. And having found a route to um, Fort Drelev, instead of going further that way towards Drelev, we actually want to head out the other way.
0: Yep.
1: um, Head back up the road and um, investigate um, F2. Yep. Looking for a way back to Stagthorne. Yep. A dry route into and out of trailers.
0: Okay. Uh, in F2, you find where the road goes. Yep. Um, it goes up from... Um, it basically goes from F, F, uh, E2 into F2. Yep. And then turns up into what would be G1. Yep. Uh, at which point you would imagine it connects up with the main Brevoian road, because... Yep. If you go back to your map, then you will actually see the road tinkling across in there, and then eventually joining up to uh, Thornwatch.
1: Yes, right.
0: Uh, in fact, I can show you. Here we go. This is your kingdom, the Greenbelt. Yep. So the road basically goes up here, yep. across a bunch of riverway and Hexes, and then uh, back uh, down yes, into the Thornwatch.
1: Yep, makes sense.
0: Uh, you wouldn't imagine that Drelev might... Well, you wouldn't imagine that Drelig necessarily marched his army through up, up the Brevoian Road. It wouldn't necessarily be any faster, because he has to go up and out of his way. But, to be honest, the political provocation is probably no longer an issue, because there's no one there to take issue with it anymore. Yeah, so.
1: well, nobody organized. They've got enough problems in their internal area. Okay.
0: That's the Gaironans for you.
1: So Maybe.
0: That,
1: so that's the, um... I've got the road down. What kind of terrain type is this? Uh,
0: grassland and empty.
1: Okay. We explore it. And um, then for good measure, we will go check out um, G2.
0: Okay. Uh, Grassland is empty.
1: Sweet. We have a route to Fort Dreliv. Mission achieved.
0: When I say empty, I mean it's populated by 3L.
1: Yeah. You know... (laughs) If they want to make trouble we're totally prepared to kill it
0: either. They they do not challenge your army. (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. So, um we want to um come down into um Yeah, I think um time to explore a bit We've still got some time to explore a bit more swamp mm-hmm. so we want to transition through a couple of hexes yep, um, no problem uh, back back through um, back through F2 and um, F3 yep. into um, E4 yep. which is the um, other rivery swampy area that we haven't explored
0: In F4 did you say
1: uh E4, because we
0: explored E4. E4. Yes. Okay, so that is indeed the other half of the lake. Yep. And swamp. Yeah. And when you explore through it, you find nothing.
1: Okay. And that's one day or two day to explore swamp water hexes with a magic horse. Because uh, I am actually swimming the swimming around of the lake and looking at stuff. I think you said it was one day, but I can't remember for sure, so I'm just checking. Uh
0: no that's definitely too because that's half lake
1: yeah makes sense cool and then um we'll head down into um
0: yeah that's, the map is pretty ambivalent but I think I would call the terrain there lake instead of um, swamp
1: yeah um I will explore then I will we will head down into um e5
0: e5 okay so this one is definitely much more swamp than lake yeah riddled with rivers freezing coal.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Tristan will appreciate the nice warm castle when we head back home. <laughs> and I appreciate his magic horse generating capabilities. And I'm going to show that appreciation by dragging through all the wet, boggy areas, because it's going <laughs> be much easier to
0: explore. Yeah. yeah, No one ever wants the magical horse to go somewhere nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, can the two of you give me a search check? come through here
1: yes I can
0: to assist Tristan if you so desire yeah
1: that seems like the logical move Uh, however I failed to assist
0: yeah so Tristan will as you're sort of riding along keeping an eye out Tristan Tristan is is going ah well it's awfully it is awfully boggy here but fortunately as we don't have to step into it our clothes won't be bothered by the whoa whoa horse Uh, there's something over there in the bog I think it's a body.
1: Let's go take a look and Kaelin will move his magic horse relatively yep. near and then get down Tristan to the
0: will quite happily sit up on the horse, not yep. necessarily in need of this. Uh, when you roll it over, um, this is an older body. Um, it is mostly skeleton at this point with a few bits of flesh on it. Um, and what you will notice when you look at it is that it doesn't have any fingers. It's a human, or a humanoid. It doesn't have any fingers, either bones or flesh. That's troubling. Uh, And can you make me a heal check? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll look at it as well, I suppose. Uh,
1: Kill and get a three. Yep.
0: You you don't know what has killed this thing, merely that it it doesn't have fingers or thumbs anymore. Yeah. Bones (laughs) or flesh at all. They're just gone.
1: Well, there's two possibilities I can think of. Something in the swamp bit off his hand, or is it a... a, Can I tell if it was a man or a woman?
0: Uh, no. Not at this stage.
1: Somebody... Oh, I'm going to
0: assume it was a hand. You you can guess, based on appearance, that either it wasn't someone heavily armed and armoured, or their gear has been stripped of them. Yeah. One of the two.
1: Um, the, um... Either some he encountered something in the bog that bit off his hand, or um, he encountered something of uh, he uh, made some trouble for Drelev Although he must have been here a good while, so maybe more likely the first than the second.
0: Yeah, like, your your guess is quite definitely this body hasn't been here for several days to a couple of weeks, but past that, months or years is is beyond your capacity to. Um...
1: Yeah. So um, I presume he doesn't have anything resembling gear left anymore
0: no not at all
1: yeah at which point um we will probably effectively give him a bit of a bog burial and um you know it's not exactly digging a hole in this terrain but um we can um do up a little carved wood monument in a nearby tree and um sink the body essentially yep um as um Caitlin reflexively buried these bodies now because you've been hanging out with Corwin so long. Yep. Okay. And then you. So, where's the river go? Uh, sorry, where's the lake go in this hex? Uh,
0: it mostly goes around it. Right. There's so... a little bit of lake in the bottom, but this is largely swamp.
1: Okay, so I'll just put in a tiny bit of lake and. So the lake um, sort
0: of curves around it.
1: Where, where in the hex is the body?
0: Uh, just below the centre, just south of centre. Cool.
1: Because sometimes it makes a difference as to um, what hex they were coming out of when they got jumped, style of thing. Uh,
0: about 45 minutes later, yep. you find another body.
1: Oh, that's not
0: good. This one's a halfling. Yep. Uh, again, reasonably watered and decomposed. No figures.
1: You know, at this point, I'm starting to recognise a trend. Anything that, uh, anything that eats hands and the, anything that eats fingers and that busy brain of yours, uh, eats
0: fingers. Uh, I wouldn't think it would be some sort of animal. I mean, that'd take a lot more of the flesh, and very few would eat the flesh and the bone both. No, my my guess is it would have to be something magical in nature. Mm, can can we take a moment? And he gets out um, his. Books and things. Alright, but stay on the horse. Oh, I'm not stepping down here. I merely want to have a look at the Arcanist's art, my masterwork knowledge arcana tool.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, because, oh, uh, while you're down there, could could you uh, check if his uh, the skull parts of his eyes have been um, chewed upon?
1: I'm looking. I'm not happy, but I'm looking. Yeah,
0: now you look at it, it's like there there are no eyes in the thing, which isn't unusual because you assume they're gone from decomposition rather than anything else. There are like little scratch marks maybe around the skull. You couldn't be sure. Maybe now that you're looking for them, you can definitely see something there.
1: Uh, I'm going to say maybe. And you?
0: Oh, uh... It's possibly something called an azahotl uh, it's a, a type of creature we, we should ignore or perhaps respond to any any sort of strange noises we hear it's, it's a natural mimic it can mimic the sounds of animals other people's voices, that sort of thing if it's around and listening to us it could imitate anything that we can hear oh well that's just lovely isn't it um, how nasty a beastie is it I don't think we need to be terribly worried, but it it has a large hand on its tail with long claws that rips at the eyes, and its favourite food is fingers. Sounds just charming. Would you like a look at it? It looks like this. He describes something that looks like a gigantic otter with like a hand on its tail with big rippy claws on it. However... He says, I'm sure between the two of us we should be able to clean it up no problem if we run into it.
1: Alright, well let's um let's keep an eye out for strange noises and I fear we're gonna find more bodies.
0: And you do indeed, as you keep looking for them, find more bodies. Yeah. Um at some point between body number five and body number six, um, you will hear off in the swamp a noise it sounds like a crying baby Tristan that's probably not a crying baby
1: <laughs> let's go help that poor distressed child Caitlin says um, uh, loosening his hands ready for weapons mm-hmm. and we head in the direction
0: of the crying baby Okay, uh, can you give me a survival check this is not my day.
1: Recently rolling. Um, 11.
0: Okay. The voice of the baby sounds vaguely like it might be in one of the rivers being carried off down it, just a little ahead of you. Uh, you are forced to go deeper and deeper into boggy terrain and river and that, none of which inconveniences you in any way. Yeah. <laughs> but as it doesn't know that. <laughs> yes. Hmm? Uh.
1: Well, sooner or later I'm going to have to get off the horse, but, you know, possibly, or maybe I'll just fight at a horse. Given that that makes me... Po- uh, given that I'm really good with a lance, and that makes me you, so much faster. You
0: can attempt a sense motive check where, whether it's a real baby or not, but to be honest, you know, you're yeah, yeah, pretty I'd, safe in your... Um, yeah,
1: yeah I, I feel pretty safe in my it's-a-mimic-monster assumptions. I mean, if I see a baby, I might change my take on that.
0: Uh, How avidly are you going to pursue this? It seems like the baby is, like, just in front of you, because Caelan does not realise, because he fails the survival check, that it's trying to lure you into more dangerous terrain, which is not going to bother you. But it's staying ahead of you unless you make a deliberate effort to run it down. Okay, Until it gets you where it wants you.
1: All right, um... We'll definitely pursue it. I think probably Kalen will just follow it on the basis that we'll be catching up soon for a while before he realizes that he's being lured given that he did a crap on a survival role. At that point, however... Uh,
0: What what it is, is you you obviously realise it's luring you because it's staying just ahead of you. Yeah. What you don't realise is the connection that it's trying to lure you into dangerous terrain.
1: Alright, so after we've pursued it for a while, if we haven't caught up, we'll increase our speed. Yep.
0: And you run it down. Yep. With trivial ease as soon as you put your minds to it. Yep. (laughs) Because its speed is 50 foot, and yours is shitload faster. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: Okay, so you... Start running it down, and the two of you get a spot check. Nope, Tristan.
1: Uh, that's a 11 for Kayla. Okay.
0: Uh, so, the voice of the baby, the sound of the baby seems to have disappeared as you ride heavily towards it. Uh, and then suddenly something goes out from the up out from the water yep. and leaps up snapping and clawing viciously. Yep. Uh, it, uh, how smart is this thing? One of the two of you at random. Yep. On high or low. I'll be high. Uh, Tristan. Yep. Uh, it will leap up upon him. Uh, seems to ignore the horse entirely. Yep. Uh, and grabs at his face with its tail. Ah, lovely. Uh, we it hits him. Uh, that's that's gonna be good and spooky. Uh, could I have a bit of scrap paper or pad or something?
1: I'm sure I can appear to be an actual organized pile of pads up here for once so in fact have an entire pad
0: Okay, so you think you'll be lured on rather than chasing a real baby, so you're yeah. not terribly surprised by what happens next but the baby's voice goes silent you, as as you get right on top of it, you sort of look around and then suddenly there is a <laughs> noise from the, ri- from the swamp and the river as something goes, boof ...out of the river, leaps up on Tristan. He sort of makes a startled... Rah! ...noise as this hand claw on its tail... ...hooks around his face, rips his eyes... ...and yanks him off the horse and into the water. Oh, that's troubling. And because he is on the horse... ...he can endeavor to make a ride check to resist this. In lieu of his grapple check... ...so he will actually slide off the horse... ...and literally hooks his legs around it and goes right off the side but still remains hanging sideways off the horse at which point he scrambles back upright sweet uh, he fails the grapple he d- successfully beats it on the ride however excellent I will allow, I'm allowing him the option of grapple or ride while he's on the horse for the purposes of being pulled off it cool mm-hmm. uh, not in terms of if it wanted to hang on him yeah. but it doesn't it wants to yank him in the water and he goes ah and has cuts on his face yep Not massively serious ones, it must be said. And it goes splash into the water, but is now clearly swimming on the top, and you can see it. Cool. At which point we go to to initiative. initiative.
1: Getting a surprise round, regardless of the initiative of water. Yeah,
0: pretty much. But... um, Uh, So that is a initiative... It can have 14...
1: Yep, I'm just getting out the track it. Caelan got seven.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. so it's it, then uh, Tristan, then you.
1: Yep. Caelan, Tristan. You know I'm just going to use the Bogart. <laughs> yep, my all mate. And
0: given that you're coming hunting for this, I assume you've got weapons out already of whatever kind. Yep, so Certainly it's... Tristan does. Caelan doesn't necessarily need to bomb. No, I don't
1: think he would because um he can draw really fast and he wants to see... You know, he might use his bow or his lance, depending. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Um, and it gets another... Because that was its surprise round, it presumably gets a...
0: Another attack? Yes. Yep, at which point it will full attack Tristan. Oh, there hmm? uh, And it sort of leaps at him and rends him with a variety of different bites and claws and tails and things. Uh, no, no, no. Well, that's a good start. Uh, It bites with its sort of vaguely otter-like jaws, flails away with... What becomes creepy is, when you look at this thing a bit more closely, you see what you took to be paws with claws on them actually look like human hands with long, carved nails. Ew! It doesn't seem to be terribly effective with its bite or its hands clawing and slashing away at him, but then as he's distracted by this... Uh, it hooks his eyes, crits him with the tail claw. Crap. Uh, crits, threats him anyway, and will just fail to confirm that as it sinks its claws into here. And Tristan goes Argh! and yanks them out before they go into his eyes properly. Good. Huh? Uh, oh wait. No. His AC is 23, not 25. I thought it was 25. I might have been, must have been looking at someone else's. The claws go into his eyes. Yeah, sorry, it's a buggly eye monster. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tristan takes a shit lot of damage. Uh, 26 damage. Oof. Uh, looks pretty bad. And his eyes go... He goes, ah, in his eyes. And his eyes seem to now be welling shut with the amount of blood in them. He can no longer see. Ah, yep. And...
1: Then it is the newly blinded Tristram's turn. Tristram He's going to find a snap in the bridge. You're welcome to hold the action mode for me.
0: It's not going to be anything particularly compelling. Yeah, or you
1: can just
0: tell me what Tristan's doing as I go into the fridge. Tristan shouts, ah! Kaelin, I can't see! I, I don't know where it is! Ah. And he will cast Cure Moderate Wounds on himself.
1: Sixteen mm-hmm.
0: Six. six Gains back 16 hit points and looks substantially healthier.
1: But presumably still blind. Still
0: blind. However, the blood has stopped welling, um, but his eyes are still cl- like clawed shut.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And yeah, that is him.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, actually, he could
1: he could ride his horse away if he wants to, potentially.
0: Oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think.
0: At eight. He calls it. I can't see it. Can you take care of this? Mm-hmm. Heels and VOOF <laughs> It's two hundred feet out. Mm-hmm.
1: And Kalen will withdraw his bolt. Lance and um, stab and, and, and endeavor viciously stab it.
0: Yep. You are an A plus one to hit because you have higher ground on it. Being on a horse. Yep. Uh, It is at no bonus to AC. It is sort of immersed in the water, but um, the swampy water, but not particularly. Mm -hmm. And you may not charge it as it is on top of you. Yeah, makes sense.
1: Can I move five foot back so I can stab it with the lance? Easily. Yeah. At which point I will full attack it. Yep. All right. Um, for seventeen.
0: That one will miss. It dodges to one side.
1: Yep. And twenty-six.
0: That one will hit. All
1: right. And um, that's a fourteen. Fourteen lance damage. All mm-hmm. right.
0: You spear into it with the lance and it makes a vaguely howl. And it makes a small... Uh, in fact, when you stab into it with the lance it moves its horrible jaws around the kind of awkward dish-located snake way. And you hear coming back about out of it Ah! Help me, Caelan! I'm hurt! <laughs> uh, and then followed by It's not trying to fool you into thinking it's Tristan. It's mocking.
1: You. I'm growls. It's
0: enjoying Tristan's pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now I'm
1: feeling a real need to stab this thing a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. We're back round to it, and it will just jump up and do exactly the same trick to you. Mm-hmm. Right, clash, smash. What is your AC? It's got millions of attacks. Twenty-six. Okay. Nope. No, nope, and tail claw. It crit threats you with its tail claw. And
1: I don't like the tail
0: claw. It confirms on a twenty six with the tail claw off. Crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, should I take a blind fight? Mm-hmm. You take sixteen points of damage, mm-hmm. and it again stabs the claws up towards your eyes and endeavours to gouge at them. And can you make me a Fortitude save? Which Tristan made and failed, incidentally. Mm -hmm. Fortitude, not exactly being a strong suit. It is pulling and ripping and trying to blind you. And I auto-succeed on the Fortitude, say. But your eyes are hardcore, and your superior eye muscles throw it off.
1: I think, um, also, I did see Tristan fight this thing with identical tactics and go blind, so I'm better prepared Uh, I expected to go for the eyes, given that it is an eye gouging monster.
0: You get thoroughly clawed and bitten.
1: But that was sixteen points of damage, wasn't it? Yes. So I'll take that anyway.
0: But you are not blinded.
1: Yep, which is the thing I care about because I can effortlessly take sixteen points of damage, but being blinded would
0: be a problem. It's nice for some who can take sixteen points of damage. Mm -hmm. Some of us are bads.
1: Yes, but he's been very. But he's the reason I'm on. Horse that comes up. Uh, he's the reason I'm fighting this thing on a horse that yeah, points yeah. above the ground.
0: Yes, hard to argue with. Them. And, and, and that moves under is...
1: three feet around. That's the bogger, That's the sorry. That's the um asaji. Uh
0: A H U I Z O T L. Ahuzotl. Ahuzotl. Uh, it is an Aztec a thing from Aztec mythology adapted to the Pathfinder universe. Well,
1: of course, the thing, if you're going to copy stuff from the fucking Aztecs. <laughs> Of all people.
0: Uh. Oh that's 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 so cool. Uh, the origin of this creature is believed to be a way of explaining why bodies drowned and left in water are so often missing pieces.
1: Ah, uh, interesting. In a disturbing sort of way. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, and then um, it's Tristram's turn. Uh,
0: so Tristan has no idea how well this will work. Things. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do about it. Uh, rides back towards it a ways, um, comes within sort of 30, 40 feet or so, and throws an arm out, and there is an explosive boom noise behind it as he casts Sound Burst on it. Ah, very nice. Uh, and it makes a Fortitude save. There's no real idea what its fort is like. Uh, and it will fail that. Wait. Oh, yeah. Uh, it takes a whopping eight points of damage as yep. it goes, boom, and literally covers its ears with its hand claw Yes. Yeah. and falls towards the swamp, shuddering. Uh, it is stunned. Sweet, you're
1: no. up. Nice one, Tristram. Good shot. And Carolyn will full attack it with the lance. Yep. All right. So its first attacks are really rolling badly. That's a nineteen.
0: That will hit. Sweet.
1: And he deals it 10 points of damage. Yep. And then makes a second attack, which is a 24.
0: Yep, quite definitely.
1: Uh, And deals it another 14 points of damage. Ouch.
0: Uh, Yep. You run it through fairly viciously with the lance a couple of places, and it begins bleeding heavily and flailing in the water.
1: Yeah. Mark this one off.
0: Okay, I'll viciously stab it. Uh, Can you give me a fortitude save as well? Uh, 28. I am forgetting that Tristan is blind and thus probably can't aim his area effect attack precisely where he wants it to That's very true. Uh, Can you take four points of damage from the sound burst and you are not stunned? He he endeavours to put it away from the creature instead of on top of you both and fails, having failed his luck check. Yeah, yeah, makes good sense. Yeah, but
1: Caitlin's um Kaelin response of good shot is unchanged.
0: Yeah. You know, Caitlin, e-
1: even if it had stunned me, it won't. actually if it had stunned me it might not have been a good deal, but it's still a worthwhile effort. Alrighty. And Stunned is it still stunned?
0: Yes, it remains stunned until um Tristan's turn starts again.
1: Sweet. At which point it's his Tristram again.
0: Okay. So it basically rolls around for the action. <laughs> clicks its claws and things and that is about what it's got uh, so what's trusted him in his pants uh, it worked once boom yep. he still has no idea where it is yep. so you need to do this as well
1: yep what's there for me what's there for, what's there for it? you
0: what's there for it
1: that's a 17 for me.
0: Uh, you are... 12. Uh, you're fine. Cool. Uh, it is stunned again. Sweet. And you take three damage, it takes six.
1: Sweet. Good job, kid. You're, you've are you got it on the ro- Good job, Tristan, you've got it on the ropes.
0: And you're up yes. um, I
1: don't know did I get a hero point last session or I got went all the way down to one I don't think I got another one I think I may have just forgot to write that down here. Here. Yeah. yeah yeah no in fact I spent two I went all the way down to zero I have zero hero points I remember this Not very memorable new. experience Alright, Um. So. You yeah,
0: have Tristan's two, though.
1: Yeah, which is pretty great. Although there's no denying Tristram's not a um, of course, because he had such a he was such a heavy participant yep. in the tournament. He to spent one in the tournament. Yeah, but two is still better than nothing. All right, and it is my turn, and yep. I will stab it with the lance again. Yep. Um, for a thirty on the first one.
0: Really. Yep, it's, um, it's stunned, so its AC is actually much lower than uh, it was previously, because right. it can't dodge anymore. And
1: that's a 12
0: on the first shot. Uh, yep, it bleeds horribly into the water. still going.
1: And um, 28 yep. um, for another
0: 10. Uh, and can you roll me a d20 luck check at this point? trust luck, like uh, 16. Okay, so you stab it and it falls it falls back and it shouts. it it calls out and it's just in its voice a very clear and precise imitation of your voice. you know Ah, Tristan, it's blinded me as well. Mm-hmm. Help, help sort of thing. Uh, and then you ram the lance through its face. Its jaw breaks, and it falls into the swamp, dying, um, and is very dead. And Tristan raises his hand to throw another soundburst and You go, wait, no, no, it's dead. Stop throwing soundbursts at me. Yeah, because he can't see that it's dead. Yeah. So, in the absence of um, you fail, if you fail the luck check, he throws another sound burst. At <laughs> yeah. And that's has got that. Sorry. He said it was was pretty doable for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. It blinded Tristram. It did blind Tristram, and I'm um, moderately hurt.
0: And Kell um, will ride
1: over and check Tristram over. Ow!
0: Um, I, I'm okay. I can sort of see. You're that big, sort of blur there, right? Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that that's me. Huh? Let's, um, let's hole up somewhere and call that a day, what do you say?
0: Oh, God, we're going to have to sleep in the swamp again, aren't we?
1: (laughs) Well.
0: It's playing havoc on my clothes. (laughs) It's all right, I'll manage, but I'm going to be pretty crap at keeping watch, I have to say.
1: Yeah, um... Well... We could turn from home at this point if you wanted, but um, we've got the lake between us and home. <laughs> uh,
0: and when, before you go off the scene entirely, yep. uh, when you poke all this thing, yeah, um, it doesn't appear to have any real um, gear on it, as you might expect really. Um, what it does have, however, is it's got what it clearly reads and things from the swamp that have been woven together and make up this lengthy necklace that it has tied around its ta- or around the around its backside, basically around the point of its tail. It's a necklace that appears to be made of um, a string of little finger bones mm. of a wide variety of different humanoids. You? Just the little fingers; all the rest are gone. Right.
1: Well, that's horrible.
0: Yep. It's a creepy, creepy Pathfinder monster.
1: Yeah. All right. I think we drop it and it's creepy finger necklace into the swamp with its victims. Yep. It, it frankly, with even the even
0: freaking eels if, eat it with delight.
1: Yeah. It, even if it is a magic, even if that is a magic necklace full of human made of human finger bones, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And um, it is now quite late in the month, and. um Having gotten Tristan blinded, I think we'll call that. We think we'll um, finish exploring this hex so we don't have to come back here and call that there. Yep. So we hole up for a day to, you know, let Tristan recover. And then um, finish poking around in that hex. Uh,
0: when Tristan gets up the next day, he says, Oh, uh, oh that feels a lot better. Uh, Good nice rest, central fix that I can see again. It has not permanently blinded him. Excellent. Once he, gets a, once he gets a a night's rest, he shakes off the effect.
1: Caelan but... just stays up all night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: you're going to have to. Yeah. You, you hard man it, you don't yeah. even blink. Yeah. Because you could put Tristan on watch, he still has ears, it's just a bad idea. Yeah, no, I, I just stay up all night,
1: and then probably continue exploring the next day.
0: Because he literally fails any, any perception check based on spot. Yeah. <laughs> Automatically. But his eyes do recover naturally. They have merely been clawed as opposed to cursed or blinded or eaten or whatever. Excellent. And now we can stop talking about eyes.
1: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Alright, so um, we, the next day we finish exploring the Swamp Heads. Yep. At which point um, we turn for home. Yeah. And um being that we're um in this position we just ride straight over the river. Just ride straight over the lake and get into the grassland hex
0: in full harm. Um, so when you explore the rest of this fen, um this boggy area it has several more bodies in it. You turn up about a dozen all up. Yeah. Some of them have been hidden reasonably well in the sense that like they've sunk in the swamp. Um some of them have been hidden in such a way that they're reasonably findable, like there's a hand poking out of bones, and some of them have been openly set up on display Ew. <laughs> to be found. All of them are missing fingers, all of them have marks around the eyes.
1: Yep, and we will bury all of them. Yep. With little placards. Yep.
0: Okay. Found the haunted fen.
1: Yep. Good and creepy.
0: Yep. Okay sure where was the next one you said sorry
1: um, and at that point we were heading for home
0: yep so and then across Lake Hooktown you go
1: yep we ride straight across Lake Hooktown until basically pushing it at our normal pace until we make it back to that grassland hit to which point we camp up and get a
0: bit more rest yep. because Caitlin is underslept yep fair enough and then we head for home you return to Elk's Rest but
1: we, with the exception of a couple of border hexes, we've explored that whole um, northeastern corner. Yes, you have. Which is not a bad effort. Bravo. Well, well. You know, I'm, I'm pretty glad that thing's dead. Mm hmm.
0: And yes, so you have slayed the azu Ahu-Zootl, Ahu-Hizul, and that is that. What do you want to do with your life now?
1: Uh, well, that is the month of
0: Kufona. Kufona. So, um,
1: I think probably have a kingdom turn.
0: By all means. Um, let me see... Panastroilus will not prevent you from doing so.
1: I'm glad he can't prevent time from passing.
0: <laughs> that would be a little troubling.
1: And we roll into Abadias.
0: Yes, you do. Ooh, Abadias.
1: I've definitely got my eyes on that
0: some... Um, nice northern area with the Wyburn bridge and the cloud and the bits that aren't swamp. <laughs> you don't want to start claiming your way through the hook tongue slough. Uh, no not yet. I mean I've... Oh, um I looked this up between sessions. Uh, yep. what you do with swamp hexes in terms of building. Yeah. It's no more expensive to build anything there, but the preparation cost to ready the hex to build a uh, city or thing in it is um, substantively more expensive and takes a long time. Yeah. Like several months before the hex is ready, because you've got to actually dredge swamp and build pillars and all this kind of thing.
1: But you can yeah. actually build terrain improvements, Yeah. That?
0: But yeah. basically, there is no compelling reason to build a city in a swamp unless you have no better land available to you. Yep. That makes sense.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Or perhaps if the swamp offers some um, unique capacity. Yep my notes for what I was going to do on my next
1: kingdom turn. Um, Does c- and Brin's got that scenting ability?
0: Yeah. Um. Although that was a very that was a very minor one from what she got out of it.
1: Right. What was the other thing that she got? Uh,
0: constitution to AC.
1: Ah, nice. build points and two unrest so I start the turn down from um, seven at the start of last turn so that wasn't a
0: bad effort mm-hmm. alright
1: and shall we start off having yep. a kingdom show?
0: roll Abaddon stability
1: I make my stability check and uh, unrest reduces to one.
0: Yep. I have an iron consumption.
1: Yep. Um, It's five right now. Yep.
0: Uh, Fill magic items.
1: Yep. I have an empty slot. That's
0: nice. I probably have magic items in here somewhere. Uh, What is it? Major it's amazing yeah it w- um, moderate whatever
1: yeah it's, it's the normal one the normal one yeah,
0: yeah that's dying. right because I stopped doing mine and yes. mediums uh, it is braces of armour plus three
1: very useful for those who wear no armour at all yeah which is no one yes
0: Right.
1: oh right ooh uh
0: she has that house rule monk thing where she can give herself magic armor right which would um, be eaten up by that but um, it depends how much of it she's got yeah because she can otherwise benefit from that six yeah all need to um look at how much armor she's actually got. Yep, that's right. But yeah, in theory she can use it. Um, No one else would really have the slightest lick of interest. Well, what
1: we'll do is um, she can make up her mind and I'll cross
0: off one of the other things I'm not very interested in. If it makes no difference to you, I can find the information at any point. if if it makes a difference to you. Well, I figure
1: I would like to know if she's um, buying it, because Mm -hmm. if she is uh, at some point, but I figure you could look that up while I um, do my very slow kingdom turn bit, my very slow kingdom calculation bit.
0: She has 16. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, You are on to your... um... Slow a bit anyway, uh, change leadership.
1: Oh yeah, well I want to change leadership. Um, I want to change what my spy master is contributing. I believe that's th- that I do that at the change leadership uh, stage. Yes, yes, you do. Yep. So um, she the old Bell dame is adding a plus four to loyalty, and I want her to put it into um stability instead.
0: Yep.
1: Cool. think yeah, that's totally. Alright, and then I'm on to, um, slow a bit. Alright, so, um, Kaelin has claimed two hexes in Hold. Yep. Which is A6 and F4. hmm Which are both grassland hexes, one of which had absolutely nothing in it, and the other one had some former trapdoor spiders. Yep. So I'm kind of doubting either of them is an exciting landmark hex. No. Um, he has built farms in both of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and he has constructed an inn in Lakeview. Mm-hmm. And a brewery near some houses in a park, and a brewery in Thornwatch between the um, next to the tavern, the gran, the um, granary, and a house. So that's got a nice sort of wheat themed thing going uh, um, no, on. Very nice. Um, and that's his um claim. hexes build terrain improvements. Yep. Um and then for his create army units he wants to do a thing. Yep. He wants to refound the Cobalt Defenders as a large army.
0: Yep. he made a new sign. Um so
1: I'm going because I'm running short on army slots, I'm going to use their um Use their existing stat sheets and then just respect them to be large. Yep.
0: You can have a different um, sheet for your armies if you desire
1: No, that's okay. Um, so can you... I, I've got those special abilities. Can you give me the stats for that?
0: Uh, yes, I can. Uh, so... Okay. So it's a large army. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is 16 hit points. Yep. Defense value 13. Yep. Offense modifier plus 3. Yep. Speed 2, consumption 1.
1: Speed 2, consumption 1. And um, I am re adding MikMik. Yep. as their general yep. moving him off the Vanhold army yep. because um, he can command his native kobolds I, and, like you with. Um, I am stationing them in Elksrest in the castle very nice because Elksrest needs a permanent army that just stays there Yep, um, as Caelan's decision so I pay the cost of the army's consumption to found the army I believe yes you do Cool, so that is a single point of consumption. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then, of course, I also add that consumption to my permanent consumption stats. Um, that was the other effect, because I am unsurprisingly making yeah, them an active army. Be-
0: because you're not actually creating anything that isn't already there, it's not that expensive to build an army. You're just getting together a bunch of kobolds and then, you know, training and equipping them. And
1: indeed, um, this is very much. These same kobolds we had before. It's just yep. there's a lot more of them, and the fact that they had masterwork armor does this very little... Tiny, we had a lot of sets of tiny masterwork yep. armor, but not nearly as many as we need, yep. so... mik will
0: keep his.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am mik I'm And I've noted down the plus two charisma modifier for mik awesome leadership. Excellent. So, um I now have no general for the Van Holt army, mm-hmm. and I am actually running low on... NPCs I could make general the Van army yep. seeing K- Kundal has inconveniently buggered off to do other things yep. so I believe I would like to recruit a general from Van Holt proper.
0: proper
1: yep. um, and basically I'm going to ask Van for advice as to who he would pick mm-hmm. given that I sort of have at his last uh, general
0: uh, so
1: who he would pick who isn't dead
0: so you can trivially have um generic commander such and such and mm-hmm. like you literally just promote up one of the lieutenants yeah commander um, in terms of people you've got um van sort of shakes his head sadly I'm sure the lieutenant will do a fine job, but I'm afraid I have no one left to recommend for it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He literally, he has no named NPCs that he would give charge of an army to.
1: Because they're all dead, right? Yeah, yep. Okay, so um, shall we give this guy a name, or shall we call him Lieutenant Bob?
0: Lieutenant Bob is fine.
1: <laughs> Commander Bob. Does Bob have a zero charisma modifier? Bob does
0: have a zero charisma modifier. Uh, He's okay. an NPC. It, it is, unfortunately... Um, Von's, von's warriors have been pretty devastated by the Centaur War. Yeah. Um. And the sort of people he would give charge of an army like Jamandi in that.
1: Oh, um, pretty much all tragically deceased. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: like he's happy to do it himself, but no. <laughs> Uh, so that's all that.
1: Yep, um, so I will note down the reduction in consumption for feeding my army. And um, so, where's the army? needs other. that goes up by nine because it's we in comparison to my other armies. I bought a bunch of farms in the event that I could feed my army and my consumption is now itty and bitty because <laughs> uh, they don't actually eat very much. This is probably not the last army I'm founding, I'm thinking about making one for Lakeview to fit in their garrison so that um, Van Hold's guys can go back home, yep. or alternatively, making a big army of monks so that they can sleep in the monastery and um, Van Holt can have its own army of self-recruited monks. Mm-hmm. Because uh, there's no denying if there's going to be an army camp out in the it needs to be an army that could walk fast
0: because the fighting's probably not going to be there. Then uh, you're on to collect taxes. Right home. Oh. Uh, there's
1: a nice, solidly positive number. Uh, 31
0: uh, Brynn incidentally does not want those braces of armor um, okay. her um, gift from Titania gives her effect- effectively her corners and armor bonus so they won't stack together so they won't do, they won't do anything for her.
1: Okay that's fine The um, I'm not heartbroken to lose the ring of x-ray vision it's kind of a cool item but nobody wanted it so alright we just cleared that instead um, so that is 42 minus 5, 6, minus 17, 14 bill points plus 31 plus 11, leaving us with 56 bill points, a nice big number. In addition to building an army, the goal was to... S- I could have built some really cool... I've got enough for one of the cheap cool buildings, but I'm serving up so I can have an expensive cool building next turn, potentially. Fair enough. I was thinking about a foreign quarter. Indeed. But um, now I have enough money for an even bigger shiny building. And that is Aberdeus' Kingleton. Barring events.
0: Barring events, indeed. Uh, there are two of them. Okay. Um, which you may have in whatever order you please. There is a... um, a Kingdom generated one and an eldercy one.
1: Well, let's start with the Kingdom Generated event. Okay. Uh,
0: No relative relations. Uh, uh, Okay, so... The first you will hear that there is a problem of some kind um, is when um, Svetlana as your high diplomat um, comes to advise you that um, she's got word that Galen, uh, I have come to let you know that I've received word that we will be receiving a foreign party of diplomats urgently from the city of Katapesh. and uh, they wish to speak to the king personally.
1: They're not all that fond of us up. They're not all that fond of us down there. I wonder what know if this is about.
0: We do as do as does practically everyone significant trade with
1: Well, yes, but they better not be asking to well, have any of their slaves back.
0: Uh, you will be meeting with the pact one of the the pact masters. Apparently, themselves do not leave Katapesh very often. Uh, you'll be meeting with one of the top guards, a man named Malik. All right.
1: Well, let's go see what he has to say. All
0: right. And you, like, get notice of this a couple of days before... Um, uh, in fact, no, they're after something very specific here. So... Uh, Uh, Svetlana will tell you that she has received notice of this, like, vi- literally via magic. She hasn't gotten a note. Says, it must be fairly urgent. They, they use this sending spell to speak to me. Right. Okay. okay. And then the next day she gets another one that she then replies to and says, yes, you know, King Caelan will meet you at your earliest convenience, etc, etc, etc. She comes to tell you she's done it, and about ten minutes after that, the guards show up to tell you that there are a bunch of red-armoured people standing outside the gates of the castle asking admission.
1: Wow, so they teleported into the city?
0: Yeah, A lot of a lot of magic and money has been spent on this little endeavour.
1: Yeah, because they must have got someone who had been to Elk's Rest to do the teleport, right? Because they can't do it unless, um... Actually, Caleb may not actually know how teleport works, but the player
0: is impressed. Um... You do have merchants who come and go, here.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. But um, getting one of them to provide a detailed description of the outside yeah. of Stagthorn Castle must have been quite the, quite the piece of effort. All right, and we will ask them to come in and receive them in a, you know, the um, big. I think the big, classy, formal meeting yes. area, which is the one that has the um. The Albear's head and be- the Halbear's head and the Drake's head embedded on the uh,
0: uh, uh, yeah. uh, placed up on the wall. So, what you have here, based on the description you receive, are six six guards, um, all in what appears to be sort of very heavy full plate that is red. They have completely face obscuring masks, um, and they. The style of design is almost vaguely beetle-like. Uh, vague. You remember the picture from Legacy of Fire, of course. So yes, you don't need that good description of this. Uh, there is what's presumably a civilian with them in um, a vaguely corpulent man with a th- with a thick Arabic-style beard in very desertish wraps. But he actually waits outside. He appears to just be some sort of transport or facilitator for them or something in that neighbourhood possibly, he does not come in for the meeting
1: possibly the wizard that got them here
0: um, all of the guards are armed with heavy implements big double handed fuck off axes and that sort of thing uh, they will all surrender them to your guards without incident before entering um, and the man you are introduced to is the captain of the Pactmaster guards Marak well, of course, Helen. Though, isn't yes, really? yes, yes, I got the reference. And he comes in and clangs, clangs his, clangs off his armor, gives you a short bow, and
1: <laughs> I'm just saying to tag my heart's catchphrase. <laughs> also, I'm impressed you remember.
0: Yeah, I didn't have the same list for the fire engines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greetings, Caelan, King of Stagthorn. I am Merrick, captain of the Pactmaster Guards. We have come here from the city of Catapesh. I am here on behalf of the Pactmasters, the leaders of Catapesh City. They do not often leave the city or interface with external rulers. However, an incident has come to light that involves your kingdom. I have come here to sort it. Uh, I have come here to resolve this problem. Diplomatically.
1: <laughs> yeah, because marriage is absolute, but they you said if you want a diplomatic resolution and not somebody's head whacked off. I what's what tell me about this incident.
0: Your kingdom is known to offer to have offered sanctity to the children of the West. I There are halflings within your kingdom. Who are escaped slaves rightfully purchased in Cadapesh? You are harbouring stolen property. And before you can object to this in any way, he just sort of holds a white hand up. He says, This is, of course, a fairly minor incident that need not blacken relations between our kingdom. It is of little concern, the fate of few is of little concern to my masters. However, we are now seeking a specific individual we have reason to believe is in your kingdom and he will literally go and pull out a bunch of papers where he has some very fine artistry drawn of um what looks to be a younger halfling man your guess would be he's, he's maybe 18 equivalent um and you have no earthly idea who this guy is you don't know him for a bar of soap uh, he is not um uh her name is um, Freya Littletoe I believe is the oh cool um,
1: that's a cool name i have forgotten her name the leader, of the, chil- the leader of the children that I meet with
0: Freya, Freya Littletoe yes is the leader of the children of the west um it's quite definitely not her wrong gender wrong age mm. wrong everything um We are seeking, however, we are now seeking a particular halfling who recently arrived at your kingdom, perhaps as little as within the last few months. He answers, he should answer to the name of Byron Swiftfoot, although it is likely he has changed it to hide out amongst your people. This halfling is of particular concern to the patchmasters of Catapesh City. He is a favourite. I see it is our request that you have your kingdom searched to have him find have him found we are at your disposal for this task and to have him returned to Capish City and then he will drop his lightweight hand he has said his piece
1: Are the packmasters seeking the extradition of this individual because of crimes he has committed on their soil? Or is it merely that he was legally purchased and they want him back?
0: He is in fact a criminal according to caterpillar laws. Um, he is he is stolen property. <laughs> However, if you are concerned for his health, do not be. He has not been returned to be executed or or even imprisoned. He has been returned to a life of idle luxury. We should all be so lucky.
1: Evidently, it was a life he felt he could well do without. Given that he left, one assumes it was not a life that he chose to stay with. I he- I hear your assurance that his um, well-being would be looked after should I return to you. However, we have here a conf- a conflict of law in our respective jurisdictions.
0: I am both prepared. I am bo- I am both prepared and authorised to stipulate to that in a written treaty. That he's not going to have his yeah. arms and legs cut off and all the rest of
1: it. I appreciate the pal- master's willingness to clarify this point. However, aggressively under the laws of Stagthorn, I cannot abide you. No man can own another in my kingdom. Therefore, I cannot have a man return to you on the ground. I cannot have a halfling return to you on the grounds that he, pro- that he is property of the packmasters of Catapish. I regret that I do not see any way I can oblige you here.
0: It would be deeply unfortunate if that were the case. The children of the West are, in a word, terrorists. They have raided and committed a large number of crimes, with a great many civilian casualties to their name, amongst the people of my country. It is deeply unfortunate that you have chosen to harbor them in the first place. However, that is not the concern I have come here to address. We only want her and Swiftfoot.
1: Well, as I say, I don't think it's likely that I'll be able to accompany you. However, I am prepared to discuss it further with my people.
0: Please do so. It would be unfortunate. I am prepared to wait at your convenience. It would be deeply unfortunate mm-hmm. if Catfish City would have to cease trading with Stagthorne.
1: And um, I will, you know, offer him, yeah. you know, refreshments of the castle style of thing, and go find Sweet yeah. Lana he and will,
0: He will ask for basically a room for him and his men. Nothing fancy is fine. Yeah, um, and basic food and drink. But like, he explicitly, um, he doesn't request that you don't put on your finest hospitality for him. But he doesn't ask you to. He merely asks for basic sustenance and board.
1: Yeah, so we will um, give him. I imagine we have some quite good yep. areas for guards because that's the sort. Yep. So we'll give him a, pri- a large private area and some, you know, what the castle can put on in the way of food, which I imagine is um, actually quite nice, but also fairly humble food.
0: Yeah. No problem.
1: All right, and then I will actually, I think, given that this isn't urgent, round up the council Yep. for a um, quick conversation.
0: Yep. Are you going to send for Freya Little Toe,
1: uh,
0: the leader of the Children of the West, who is uh, probably aware, given that she, she literally runs the Underground Railroad for halflings?
1: Yes, um... Yes, I will. This seems to be a matter of her... I'm, I kind of think I know what she's going to say, yep. but I'm certainly interested in her specific uh, opinion.
0: You you will receive her prompt um, response to you as if she has been expecting this. Yeah. Right, you have the council, you have Freya Littleton in this meeting. It's reasonably Basically. obvious she knows what this is about, yep. given that she probably hasn't missed the trick of half a dozen packmaster guards turned up all
1: right um and Kaelin will um briefly brief the rest of the council so we have apparently we have this fellow um haram in our kingdom and the packmaster guards the packmasters want him back very badly they've just spent an awful lot of money getting these people here as quickly as possible yeah like like water (laughs) yeah so he must, um, he must have been very popular. Even if I was prepared to do it, I don't think we can legally return him, and it's certainly not something that I'm interested in countenancing. However, I don't think Katerpich is going to take this lightly. They're, um, they're clearly already aware of what I was going to say, I, 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 the, the, don't strike me it doesn't strike me as a dimwitted fellow the, I suspect they're certainly threatening to cut off trade with us, and there may be other repercussions unless somebody knows of any profoundly compelling reason why we should give her back I've no intention of doing so but I want us to be, give thought to what happens if they try something else like say teleporting into where he is or starting a war with us, although I don't think so at that kind of distance, cutting off trade relations, all that kind of thing.
0: I admit I do not have the most... I do not have terribly extensive dealings with the Pact uh, many, p- ma- Very few, if any, people deal with them directly, but I have been the interface to Katapesh for some time since Vellana. Uh I think that it, uh, they do not operate... With the likes of war, Caterpest City has never been to war with anyone. They have a significant, they have a significant personal guard patrolling the city, but they have no standing armies. I would not be overly concerned about that as a response. Uh, Caterpest lives and dies by its trade. Their first law is "Do as you will, but do not interfere with trade." I think it is likely that whatever penalties they apply will be done. Via economics, rather than via guerrilla raids or warfare or the likes of that sort of thing. Uh, in fact, says Michaela, uh, you are quite correct, Caleb. We, as part of our founding, as a part of our founding relationship with the children of the rest, West, we have agreed to forbid slavery in Stagthorn and grant asylum to all escaped halflings, regardless of where they have come from, as long as they are not committing crimes within Stagthorne. Legally, we have no way of turning him over unless we elect to change that law. Which, of course, you could totally do. You're really the yeah. king; you can change whatever the hell laws you like. But your deal with the children of the West explicitly says you will not hand halflings back to people. Yeah. Um. More or less under any circumstances. Yeah, and this certainly... the, the only exception to that is if the halflings are committing crimes here. Right. Whereas, if he say, knifed three of his masters and then escaped. There isn't a damn thing you can do about that. You can't extradite him based on your own kingdom's laws unless you elect to change them. Yeah. Which no one can prevent you from doing so. Yeah,
1: yeah. I hadn't quite realised it indemnified them against against all crimes in their home country, but um, it does make a certain kind of sense
0: the The basic theory they run on is: as slaves, any crimes they're committing are strictly necessary to escape from slavery. Yeah, this is not um, any ha- any halfling that rocks up has automatic immunity to everything. It's anyone who has escaped from slavery. Yeah, even if they have committed crimes to do so, yep. is granted asylum because, among other things, they have all committed crimes to escape from slavery. Because it's illegal. For because them it's them illegal to, it is to escape slavery. slavery.
1: It's illegal to escape slavery. Yeah. They have effectively stolen themselves.
0: Yeah, well, their legal status in Catapesh is they are property. Yeah.
1: Fortunately, um, this may be a bit worrying in terms of the combat... ...connects of the kingdom, but it's fairly clear morally. I've... Um, no great qual- qualms about turning the man down. I just wanted to pre- prepare everyone because I, I don't think they'll take it well. They they must have put a tru- they've put a truly staggering amount of resources into tracking this fellow
0: down. I don't imagine they'll let it go with a warning. Look, you can't turn him over. It isn't right. says for a little t- and then actually listens to what you're saying. You you're sitting there, and she's been sitting there steaming, ready to yep. blow, and then realizes you're actually you know agreeing with her then Peter's house like, in, in. oh um.
1: I don't think anything I invited you here because this touches on your special interest but I don't think you have me I, I don't think this I, I'm not planning to ha- I'm not planning to hand him over I merely wanted you to be, be involved so you could hear that and to ask if you have any special information about this fellow are yeah. the, are the, you don't have to tell me where he is
0: but do the children know about him? Her eyes shift from side to side. and She said, If Swiftfoot were here, and I cannot confirm that he is, then the children of the West would be well aware, aware of him, what he has escaped from, and have no intention of turning him back over. I presume that would be the case.
1: Unless anyone can think of anything we can offer to ameliorate this, I think we just give them a flat no and let the consequences fall where, where they may. I'll be sad if we um, lose out financially, and certainly losing trade with Cadapesh would be a blow, but we made our position per- perfectly clear from the outset. Um, and um, if the children of the West have heard of Hiram's... Uh, what, Swiftfoot? Swiftfoot. Uh, Swiftfoot. Perhaps they could um, quietly um, warn him to stay lower than usual to the ground, just in case Caterpish is prepared to put some extra legal means into this.
0: She, She's that's she nods. This looks kind of surprised this is rolling out in her favour. <laughs> uh, of course, Your Majesty.
1: Alright. I think then... Brace, brace yourselves, I'll go give Barak, Barak
0: the bad news. Back to Mary. Have you made any further progress in the search, Your Majesty?
1: I'm afraid there isn't going to be a, a search. I've spoken with my council, we've consulted our laws, and there, our agreements are in this regard are extremely clear. We cannot return... If we have if we have Hiram Swiftfoot in our kingdom, and we haven't come across such an individual... We cannot. We could not return him to you even if we did know where he was. And there's a, you know, we're not looking. We're not going to look. We don't want to know where he
0: is. This particular halfling has no skills that make him a valuable... No particular skills that make him a valuable resource. This is a matter of sentimentality.
1: Prefer to call it morality. Take it as you will. I appreciate the effort that your masters have put into... this I understand that he is highly valued and I regret that we cannot accommodate them.
0: Unfortunately, it is then that I am forced to take the second option the Packmasters have made available, you will face the wrath of economic sanctions. And he will literally pull out a large wad of paper and begin to talk through, and he will sit down and explain to you how much you are shipping to Caterpish, and how many things are going there, and this and that, and the other thing, and etc., etc., and runs through, like, exactly what they will cut you off to.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and Caelan will actually listen to this in an interested fashion and pay a close attention.
0: Yeah. Uh, effectively... In Kingdom turns, this rolls out as a minus six to your economy. Oof! Yeah. There is immediate trade and there is ongoing trade.
1: Yeah. So this is a permanent minus six penalty to my economy,
0: uh, assuming you are not um,
1: bending. With the theory that if Herms if Haram Swift Swiftfoot turns back up, the um it might suddenly all go back to normal. Correct. Yeah.
0: Okay. But... but he very efficiently and quite fairly lays out exactly what contracts they're going to sever. Yeah. Um, it is not all of your trade with Caterpest, but it's a pretty big chunk of it. Yeah. And the thing is, to them, you are a customer that is worth less than 0.1% of, of their gross economy.
1: Whereas, Whereas
0: to, to, to you, yeah. they are like 10% of your economy.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, it's, it's a significant economic threat. But that's entirely up to you
1: Yep And Kaelin will listen respectfully to this And um No that seems entirely straightforward Thank you for laying that out for me
0: And you're still presumably Rejecting this Mm -hmm. Very well then it's unfortunate, it must, and he will go through and basically get you to sign a bunch of things that says he showed up, he told you this, you yeah. said you'd do it anyway. Deal X is suspended by order of the king. Yeah. Deal Y is suspended by order of the king, etc., 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 etc. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You lose six economy. Yep. Roll me a stability check. Okay. Oh, sorry, a loyalty check rather.
1: I make my stability check
0: loyalty check.
1: Sorry, I make my loyalty
0: check, it's yep. a good high number. Yep. Uh, as with all of these things, um, these of course have ongoing consequences. Yeah. As you yeah. go and all that sort of thing. Um, so, several aggrieved merchants who have taken the primary hit in this deal will come before Kaylin to lay out their concerns to ensure that you've gotten a good picture of what's going on here Yeah. however it must be said the amount of backlash and moaning you're getting from your community is pretty limited the merchants are angry but they're not actually all that angry with you generally speaking the moral stance you've taken over the money is pretty well accepted by the community Uh, you gain no unrest for this at all
1: sweet that is, a, I consider that a generous response from the community, given the um, magnitude of the financial hit we just
0: took. Yeah, pe- people are unhappy. On the other hand, a good ten percent of your population are halflings at this point.
1: <laughs> and of course, if you're prepared to return the really expensive halflings, then you're just arguing over the price. Yeah. <laughs> That was what you
0: are yeah, at this yeah. point. We're just arguing over the price. Okay, so you reject the packmaster's catfish, uh,
1: not without regret. If you know, I, I definitely, um, as a closer to Merrick, I make it plain. If they want something else that's not against every law in our kingdom, we will certainly consider it in
0: future. Yeah, he understands, but seems largely disinterested. That's fine. Right. You're setting that bridge on fire.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Um,
0: and the fall for this is that Caterpillar does exactly what they say they will do—no yeah. more, no less. They cut off these trade agreements. They set a bunch of economic mm-hmm. sanctions that stop people, third parties, trading with you to trade with them. Yeah, thing, which damages your economy. But there is no effort to invade your kingdom. There are no guerrilla raids. Yeah, Marak um, and Co, having received this, in, this information, um, will send a message out. And then walk out of your kingdom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're not teleporting back out. No. <laughs>
0: the guy goes. They yep. stay. Right. <laughs> they only get to teleport back if they succeed. Ah. Uh. Uh, uh. So the 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 person who teleported them here teleports back again. Merrick and his six guards buy horses, <laughs> and then ride out.
1: That seems harsh.
0: Yep. Huh? Oh. You know, he failed.
1: <laughs> yes, but he was sent to ask for something I was clearly not going to... That, it, it, that um, clearly violates the laws of my kingdom.
0: Which I'm... meant he failed to make the trade.
1: <laughs> it's just unfair.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Anyway, the, um, between him and uh, Pytax are definitely... Um, i'm definitely very familiar with the i'm not giving you people people aren't property i'm not giving any of them away no i don't care how much you want that guy i don't care if he's the specialist snowflake in all creation. i'm not i'm not just not trading the cheap people i'm not trading the expensive people either
0: all right so do you want the second event Yes, yes I do. Okay, uh... Eldest and uh, Crystal will come to see you together. Awesome! <laughs> um, in a personal audience, like they come to Caleb's private chambers as opposed to the throne room.
1: That sounds cool. Um, so I did want to ask you a question about Eldus prior of this. Yes. Um, where is he living at this time? Like, he's he didn't really have a place to live, per uh, se.
0: Yes, in fact, he has an estate in Elk's Rest. Oh, neat. Basically, your noble remember that your noble villa expands to be multiple noble villas uh, as yes. the city grows, instead of having to build a repeated one every time a noble shows up. Yeah. Uh, he came down, set up House Thorn in one of those, right, and yeah. then left it personally to go hang out with Jirabeth and the artist's. Commune, leaving a, a house, a bunch of servants, a bunch of armsmen, etc. etc. Cool, so he just He just goes straight back in again. with cool.
1: no... um, The reason I ask is um, I'm kind of curious because um, I'm planning to build a noble villa in Vanhold at some point because I want the building. Yep. And I was kind of curious, you know, because I don't actually have a flavour-filled noble if he was interested in that at some point, but... Um, Perhaps you should listen to what he has to say. I should listen to what he has to say. That's cool. So, Alice and Chris will come to see me together. Um, and... I will definitely be seeing them in one of my private little meeting rooms with uh, small amounts of formality, larger amounts of friendship, as opposed to the big dramatic meeting room I used to intimidate Packmaster's cards, Not that works.
0: Somewhat conspicuously, they don't come to greet you. They don't come to see you together, together. Eldis comes in, and then, like, three minutes later, Kressel comes in. Right, (laughs) Yeah. As opposed to them skipping through the door arm in arm. Yeah, yeah,
1: well, I, I have to say... Crystal, I, 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 I suspect crystals happy, but it's difficult to visualise her skipping <laughs> under any circumstances.
0: How's things, boy? No word back from no word back from the packmasters. How goes the war against Raylev?
1: Uh not too bad. Um, Tristram and I had a good poke around the um northern area, and we think we've got to lead on roughly where the Tiger Lord Barbarians are. We've found a, and we've found a route to Drayloves' kingdom that doesn't involve quite so much waiting. I'll probably be um going down in there with uh, Michaela in a month or two to um see what the situation is. The um Drayloves, um not poked his nose out of his hole again. I suspect what's left of his army is concentrated on um forting up. The young... Um, Pat Masters um, sent me a few um, strongly worded notes and they're nothing. I think their, um, their message is pretty clear. We're already feeling the hit.
0: So, says Crystal, no special emergencies then? Nothing in the kingdom that needs uh, urgently taken care of?
1: Uh, not that I'm aware of. I mean, if you've heard anything you're looking at
0: my... And the uh, two, of them, the two of them look at each other. And Aldous looks back at you says uh we've got some news boy here they look at each other kind of awkwardly again and look back at you I've asked Crystal to marry me she's accepted well of course yes as Yes, as, as expected.
1: And, um, Caelan... A uh, 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 shitty grin gradually spreads over Kaelin's face and he does this and endeavours to hide it behind his hand. I see. Um... <laughs> that's great news. Congratulations.
0: I, I imagine there's going to have to be some sort of fuss. I mean, the, the king's father and one of his high councillors. But um, we, we kind of really don't want to have a big international diplomacy event wedding if, if we can help it.
1: Oh, hell. I mean, um, it's not as if we've got all that many neighbours at this point.
0: <laughs> I will talk.
1: <come. laughs> I mean, it um, is all over the place um, and we're actively at war with Freirely if not that he exactly much invites much life to a party. Look, Britain and I had the kind of wedding we wanted, well, more or less. I don't see any reason why the two of you can't just have a little quiet ceremony if that's what you're more comfortable with. It doesn't have to be a great big diplomatic. It doesn't have to be a great big diplomatic thing.
0: It eldest looks at you slightly sideways and says, "But an event like this, there are political opportunities that, that probably don't have to be taken advantage of on every occasion."
1: Seems to me that both of you have earned some peace. Some, some peace and Kellum emphasizes the word slightly more strongly and quiet. If that's what you're after, I don't see any reason. If you, uh, I mean, people probably like it some manner of party. But if we maybe um have a quiet little thing,
0: well, that. That, that would be excellent. I think that's what both of us are looking for. Kressel nods at this and then looks at Eldis again They have another telepathic conversation. Yeah, um, you go.
1: These are totally you go first. No, you go first, aren't they?
0: And she says, well, I, I have a lot of things to be about. Um, here's what we were talking about and gives Eldis what's clearly a rolled up letter and then... Waves goodbye to you and exits the room. Um, and Eldus. You're doing pretty well for yourself here, boy. Stagthorn, I mean. Damn proud of what you've built up. You never tell what'll last and what'll fall here in the River Kingdoms, but you've got a damn good foundation here. Could outlast boy
1: Certainly, the way is going, I thought um, that po- I, I thought they'd um, lasted long enough to be a proper stable kingdom. Just goes to show.
0: Yeah, well, you got about one hundred and ninety-five years and five generations to catch up with them before you can beat them. <laughs> Aye, but I'm proud of you, boy. You've you've got the situation all under control. You're playing the game, the politics, but. You're not letting it eat you. That's the hard bit. Playing is easy. It's realizing that even when you win, you lose a bit of yourself in the process. That's hard.
1: Aye.
0: I've thought about your offer. I'm going to take up a seat on the council from back when But then there's Kressel. This sort of flaps a hand generically is is something entirely unexpected. But if I learned any one thing from the mistakes I made with your mother it's to not give up a chance at love when you've got it. She's real in a way that Jerabeth Vaughn's mother, and the rest of the pretenders weren't. She cares about who I am. What I am, not what I can do for her. But I don't want her to get dragged into the morass of the remnants of my old life and bring away hell. I don't want to get dragged back into it myself we're looking to take a trip boy a good long one
1: Ah.
0: I'm afraid you might be our spy master and he hands uh, sorry a royal enforcer and he hands you the piece of paper um, and it is a letter of resignation from Kressel Uh, it is actually quite um, actually has content in it so I will read it to you yes um that you read it and it's got you know your majesty crossed out Caitlin um the first time the first time I encountered you I nearly left you dead in the woods with a hand axe in your head (laughs) (laughs) a lot has changed for the two of us since then it's a good life you've given me much better than I was expecting But I don't know if it's everything. I owe you a lot. If you choose to call in that marker, I'll stay, but... I want to go with him. Therefore, I respectfully request... that you accept my resignation as your Royal Enforcer. Signed. Fort marks around Lady Crystal. <laughs> proudly of the Kingdom of Stagthorn. Mm, class. And as I say, the two of us are looking at taking a long honeymoon, far, far from here. At least a year could be more. Could be much more.
1: I. Well, I'll miss you both, but I can see that sometime out of the politics, it doesn't go any place here. Or the, whether you're in Brevoy or here, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. You don't. Might you don't. Good.
0: You don't need me here, boy. Vaughn doesn't need me. Both you're all grown up. Triss, I can't get to. I don't want to hear about anything that changes in that situation. Have your have your man call and send a message to me. I. But. Brandon Brandon and Micah. In truth, might be better with the grandfather they'll find in a year or in a year or more than the one they have now.
1: I. And they're um, they but little get there's plenty but little yet there's plenty of time.
0: Yeah, well, at this stage you don't even recognise me. Wouldn't even know which end of an Eldori sword to hold. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Not that I tried. Not the second time after that tongue lashing your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Not to mention the punch. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, we'll miss you, but it sounds like a good thing for the pair of you. I think um, Crystal could use some time as well. (laughs) Getting a hang of being a noble is going to be a bit tough for her.
0: Well, if it's any consolation, she'll be Lady Cressel Thorn of uh, a house of a kingdom that no longer exists. I, it's,
1: of- not like so um, it's not like we've got so many families. It's not like we've got so many families. And 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 Stagthorn, I figured the house Thorn could be one of the noble houses here seems a um, seems to me thorns take root wherever they want, er, take root pretty much wherever they want
0: and when roses fall thorns, thorns remain, remain.
1: it makes me damn happy Brandon and Michael will have that kind of security growing up the kind I didn't have a family to fall back on and I'd be damn I, I think it. it Crystal's a very fitting
0: choice. Yeah, well, might be back in six months if she wises up. Well, what she's done. But if I can get her away from here and all of this, I figure it decreases the chances. I, I think
1: it's a wise move, and I wish you both all the best. Where do you think you'll be heading? <laughs> maybe not catfish.
0: <laughs> Thinking about somewhere. Away from all this place where man or woman can just go, leave the past behind them, feel the wind in their hair, the shackles maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it gets right down to an empire that tries to mess with the toe of them, it's going to be one sorry part. <laughs> Dumb. Kaelin will give it, come around, give him a hand and clasp, and then manly hug. Manly hug. All right. Well, that being the case, I definitely want at least a little, a little party to say goodbye to the two of you. Yeah.
0: So the theory is that um, what they're going to do is get married next month. Yeah. Um, and then basically depart on their honeymoon as soon as they're married. Sweet. So. <clears throat> You still get another turn of Cressel as the um, Royal Enforcer. She is not abandoning the post. Yeah. Um, But she is, it must be said, not also giving you a long period of time to come up with a successful successor. That's that's perfectly fine with me.
1: Um, So, basically, she's a Royal Enforcer for Abadias, and then Kingdom Turn of... um,
0: She's she's done, done slash is doing Abadias, and then... Done slash is doing cholesterol. Right. At which point, when you get to change leadership, she will step out of the role and you will either fill it or not, as yep. you please. So it is. And that is, um, that is that one.
1: Yes. Huh?
0: So Aldous and Crystal are heading off into the wild blue yonder.
1: That is so cute. Kaylin doesn't think it's cute, but I think it's cute. Uh-huh.
0: You're allowed to think it's cute.
1: Cailin thinks it's cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cailin's pretty happy about it.
0: And Cressel has given you, you know, probably the most heartfelt farewell you're going to get from her, given that she never say any of that to your face.
1: I think it's very sweet. Um, Cailin will send her a short official letter so yep. that she doesn't actually have to do the first face-to-face yep. conversation. She's just clearly dreading saying that the... Um, the kingdom thanks her for her service and is happy to accept her resignation and that Caelan wishes her all the best. And is um proud to would be proud to have her as a member of his family.
0: Nice.
1: He doesn't put down but the- he thinks that she's an excellent choice because of his criteria he's in favour of his father choosing someone by his criteria basically what his criteria for woman selection yep Uh, the most important thing is whether they can protect
0: a man with a hand axe or similar skill and this um this betrothal will be announced fairly quietly neither of them want a big public scene but it is kind of inevitable that people will know given their relative standings within the kingdom yeah um there are several snide and sly little jokes about Eldis marrying a woman who's half his age. Yeah. Um, like she's uh, mid 30s, he's mid 60s, kind of thing. Yeah. So it's a relatively decent gap. Yeah. Um, but it must be said they're very quiet. Yeah, yeah, might, I, because... I, would,
1: I wouldn't make loud, obnoxious jokes about Crystal. <laughs> yeah.
0: Eldus would quite certainly come up with a clever way to respond subtly and quietly. Yeah. Kressel would just walk them upside the skull.
1: Yeah. She is explicitly the royal enforcer which yeah. is for another turn, which means it's Licence her job. Licence to
0: kill. <laughs> well, if... crime making fun of me?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not license to kill. She needs a better crime than being insulted to kill, but she's definitely got a license to walk upside the head very hard. <laughs>
0: Uh, the people of House Thorn will remain in your kingdom. Um Eldest is going to will actually sit down with you and make a list of them and recommend several people for sort of this sort of job, that sort of job. Some of them he's gonna keep on. He can more or less afford to run his manor and servants largely indefinitely without blinking. Because he basically took his assets
1: so out of got his assets out much. of Bravo interest for yeah, the hell yeah. your banks. Yeah. Cause yeah, basically, Kaelan's conception is you know going forward, stag form will have noble vo- houses yep. because that's how kingdoms roll, and you know more will grow up over time because you know we don't have much of a nobility at present. And House Valara is clearly going to be one of the most noble houses in our kingdom by virtue of getting it on the ground floor, and House Thorn can be one of the most noble houses of the yeah, kingdom. Yeah, well, it's hard
0: to argue if they're the house the first king came from. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've actually got quite a substantial, you know, family here with Vaan and Tristram and, um, Elvis and Kressel and Bryn and me and the three, and the two bobbins and Tobias and Svetlana sort of off to the side Mm -hmm. at this point.
0: the short-lived House of Leviton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Svetlana being the only member, because Tobias will presumably become a thorn. Well,
1: that will be up to him when yep. he gets bigger and makes that decision. But yeah, I think, um... At the point where it turns out Oleg isn't his blood father and didn't get the opportunity to raise him, it's, it's probably yep. going to be something that, um... that passes by at this point.
0: Okay.
1: And, um... Kaylin is, you know, because Kaylin was always babysitting for Tobias, he is now spending significantly more time with him.
0: Yeah, I already took that as written.
1: Yeah, not, um, less than with the other two, because it's definitely a very different thing, you know, having a baby with a woman who's not your wife and you haven't traditionally been involved with, you know, (laughs) sweat is definitely much more involved than I am but Mm. I am spending more time with him
0: on the other hand Brynn is completely comfortable with it yeah Svetlana is is far more uncomfortable than she is but even then only a bit yeah and you all literally live in the same building together so
1: there's a lot of space plus you know Tobias is obviously significantly older but we can look up and do things with all three children yep yeah I mean Brandon Brandon and Micah are a bit young for weapons trading yet well by Goobacht but they can hang out, and the you know people can play with them off oh, on the slide. They've got
0: like the little foam painted sticks that they whack each other with. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Kellen won't have gone so far as to give them that foot try and give them their first longsword, but mm-hmm. he's certainly looking forward to getting onto that weapons training as soon as they can actually, you know, walk and mm-hmm. stuff.
0: <laughs> Where are the children you said, to bird in the net? She says, fucking <laughs> <Crabble bugging> thing. <me. laughs> <laughs> One of the joys of having lots of help, however.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's because um, Brynn and I can totally just take off an adventure for a couple of mm-hmm. months, weeks and, stuff, and um, our dedicated staff look after the children. Yeah,
0: it's pretty good. Yeah.
1: On the other hand, we don't have to fight dragons. Yeah,
0: yeah, but you have the choice to marry the king. Yeah. To
1: <laughs> okay, yes.
0: And that is your two kingdom events for Appadaeus.
1: Very interesting. At which point, um, I have um, three plans with three NPCs, in which I haven't decided on which one I'm going to do, which is um, I want to take Corn in his boat to Lasmosaurus hunting and lake exploring, mm-hmm. take Michaela down the nice dry road that I've discovered for her to um, infiltrate Fort Draylev in disguise, and take Bryn out um, into the grasslands to hunt Tiger Lord Barbarians. Indeed.
0: Oh, that is the um that that is the kingdom turn of Abbadayas. Obviously, yeah. you are free to go out. And yeah, we're, we're, and do your own
1: I'm thing. going to do one of those things in diet, and I haven't decided which yet. Yeah, the
0: presumption is that you'll come back for Elvis and crystals with Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I mean, unless I'm deducted into the fade Realm again or something like that.
0: Well, yeah, but you know, you, you've got RSVP now before you know whether you're going to meet Dandy Flurs or not.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we will save is now a lot better. <laughs>
0: Which is why you'd now fight CR-11 advanced, (laughs) you know, half-dragon dandy
1: Well, I think the important thing is that I speak Sylvan now, so I can ask for directions.
0: (laughs) You did ask for directions. You asked Mav.
1: Yes, but I had to ask Mab because no one else in the damn dimension spoke Faye. Mm -hmm. In any case, so I think, um, yeah, we can definitely leave it there. Yep,
0: you can ponder what you want to do for next time. Yes. We pause on the dramatic revelation of Weddings
1: dun-dun-dun